It is my very great privilege to invite you to open your Bibles to the second book of the Bible. If you can find with me Exodus chapter 15, we will be reading together in just a few moments. We'll have a variety of passages projected on the screen behind me, but at various times we'll just read together from our Bibles. And so I enthusiastically invite you to turn on your Bible or open it up and have it open to Exodus chapter 15. Thank you for being here this morning. Thank you for singing with me and with each other this morning. And the good way that we have been led, we appreciate the thoughts behind our prayer and our observance of the world's greatest memorial. It's my privilege to open up God's Word and continue our worship together, allowing God to speak to us, shape our hearts and our perspective from the beginning of this new God-given week. In the beginning, there was singing. I won't linger long in Job 38 because I know that's where Roger is going to be leading us this evening in his short series on Job. But would you just listen to the words, some of the first words that God speaks in this powerful Old Testament book when he challenges Job. Where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. Who determined its measurements? Surely you know, or who stretched the line upon it, on what were its bases sunk, or who laid its cornerstone when the morning stars sang together and all the sons of God shouted for joy. In the beginning there was singing. And the Creator saw fit to fill His revelation to mankind with all sorts of songs. Spread across all sorts of books, filling His amazing library with singing. At minimum, at least 185 different Songs from cover to cover, all sorts, songs of praise, songs of thanksgiving, an epic love song between a bride and her groom, songs of great lament, songs mourning the fall of Jerusalem, songs of great anticipation, songs of victory, songs of hope for the future. Why did God do that? Why, of all the things he could preserve for us, at the very least, 185 different songs? And how do those ancient songs preserved for our learning and our encouragement, how can they help us? How can they help us in line with our congregational 
point of focus this year. How can they help us finish what was started? Is your Bible open there to Exodus chapter 15? This is one of many places that we could stop to show this morning. We're not going to take the time to read all of it. I'd really encourage you to use that basic outline on the inside of your bulletin and spend some time this week reading these songs. Here's one of them referred to as the the song of Moses. And if we back up just a little to chapter 14 and verse 30, we've got this great summary statement. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day from the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Israel saw the great power that the Lord used against the Egyptians. He's, he's referring to... The parting of the waters of the Red Sea and miraculously enabling the children of Israel to pass through on dry ground and then bringing those walls of water back on the Egyptians. So that, end of chapter 14, the people feared the Lord and they believed in the Lord and in his servant Moses. Then Moses and the people of Israel sang this song. To the Lord, saying, I will sing to the Lord, for he has triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider he has thrown into the sea. Could I just highlight a a couple of the powerful phrases for us this morning? Verse 2, the Lord is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. This is my God and I will praise him. Look at verse 7. In the greatness of your majesty, you overthrow your adversaries. You send out your fury. It consumes them like stubble. In verse 11, who is like you? O Lord, among the gods, who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glorious deeds, doing wonders? Verse 13, you have led. They recognize the the only reason we are this far Out of the land of captivity. The only reason we are on the other side of the Red Sea. The the only reason that, that we are alive right now is God, you have led in your steadfast love. The people whom you have redeemed. We We didn't fight our way out of slavery. You redeemed us from slavery. You have guided them by your strength to your holy abode. It goes on from there. It is the song of Moses. But as you look at those powerful phrases, don't we continue to sing these things Today, the Lord is my strength 
and my soul. We might sing the idea a little differently, something like, Come, let us all unite to sing, God is love. We sing, when your enemy presses in hard, do not fear, the battle belongs to the Lord. We sing, praise the God of our salvation, hosts on high, whomever they are, His praise proclaim. We sing, more than three thousand years after this event that is being commemorated in Exodus chapter 15, we continue to sing as the people of God, guide me, O thou great Jehovah, pilgrim through this barren land. I am weak, but thou art mighty. Hold me with thy powerful hand. We even sing songs that reference the song of Moses. We've already done it once this morning. Have you ever sung that and thought, well, what's that? That there are a lot of Bible characters. Why, why did Moses get his own song? It's right here in Exodus chapter 15. And so we continue to sing, we will rest in the fair and happy land by and by. Just across on the evergreen shore, we will sing the song of Moses. Throughout the ages, God's people have been helped through singing. Let me show you another example. If you go deep in your revival to 2 Samuel chapter 22, what we have in 2 Samuel 22, you can see it in your Bible. You can see that our English translators are, are helping us by making the lines a little shorter and indenting away from the margins to help us English speakers to understand what we're actually reading is, is poetry. And we've got the historical giving of it in 2 Samuel chapter 22. We actually have two copies of it. 2 Samuel 22 also becomes what we have as, as Psalm 18. Again, we won't take the time to read the entire song of David's deliverance. I'd encourage you to remember to do that sometime this week. Could I highlight just a few of the phrases for you? 2 Samuel 22, verse 2. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer. And so God's people continue to sing. A mighty fortress is our God. A, a bulwark, a, a guarding wall of protection that never fades. Verse 20. He rescued me because he delighted in me. And so God's people continue to sing together. Come we that love the Lord and let our joys be known. Join in a song with sweet accord and thus 
surround the throne. Verse 31, this God, His way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. And so we sing, we, we teach our children, and you can hear little hearts expressing the truth when we have it led in our assemblies. God is so good. He's so good to me. Verse 47, the Lord lives, and blessed be my rock. In fact, we've got a song that comes straight out of this song. The Lord liveth and blessed be the rock. I will call upon the Lord who's worthy to be praised. Let the God of my salvation be exalted. Throughout the ages, God's people have been helped through singing. Could I show you one more example? If you'll open your Bibles with me back to Psalm 120. If you're following along in our daily Bible reading schedule, you know that on Sundays and Wednesdays here for the last couple of weeks, we've, we've been in this section of Israel's songbook. And if you're paying attention, right above verse 1 of Psalm 120, 121, 122, and, and well beyond, these are labeled as a song of ascents. Almost certainly written to give pilgrims songs to sing on their way up to Jerusalem. Wherever you were coming from, north, south, east, or west, if you were coming to Jerusalem, you would ascend. You would ascend a mountain range. You would ascend up to what was known as Mount Zion, which in fact is surrounded by other mountains. And as you ascended, these are the sorts of things you would see. Psalm 120, verse 1. In my distress, I called to the Lord, and He answered me. And so God's people continue to sing. May this journey bring a blessing. May I rise on wings of faith. Listen to the language that we're finding in our Bibles. We don't sing because life is always good. We sing because God is good. And whatever is going on in our lives, God is still good. We can still sing. Though this journey is not what I would have asked for, may it bring a blessing. May it honor and glorify you. Look at the beginning of Psalm 121, verses 1 and 2. I lift up my eyes to the hills. Can you imagine pilgrims doing that as they go up to Jerusalem? I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord 
who made heaven and earth. And so God's people continue to sing. Sing on, ye joyful pilgrims. The time will not be long till in our Father's kingdom we swell a nobler song. Look at how Psalm 122 begins. Verse 1. I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. And so in our assembly this morning, we have sung, joy to the earth. The Savior reigns. Let men their, their songs employ. Look at the beginning of Psalm 123, verse 1. To you I lift up my eyes, O you who are enthroned in the heavens. And so God's people continue to sing how there are those beyond death who sing a new song. And I want to hear even the angels singing this new song. I want to hear this mighty chorus sweetly sing. I was glad when I thought about that opportunity. Or where we began our assembly this morning in Psalm 124 verse 1. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side. And so we continue to sing. When peace like a river attendeth my way. When sorrows like sea billows roll. Whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say and to sing. It is well. It is well. With my soul. Would you go with me very quickly to Psalm 71? God's people through the ages have been helped with singing. And I'd love in our last few minutes together this morning to, to try and specifically highlight how singing continues to help us. How does singing help us finish what was started a very, very long time ago? After all, in the beginning there was singing. Is your Bible open to Psalm 71? Look with me at verse 23. Psalm 71, verse 23. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed. Whomever you are this morning, you are more than a body. Let's not take that for granted in 2023 that everybody understands that and appreciates that. The body that you have has been given to you by your creator, but you are more than a body. That body is subject to all sorts of limitations. 
that body given enough time begins to weaken and grow frail and, and you're not on the outside able to do what you wish with all of your heart you could do on the inside. But would you pause at the beginning of this God-given week with me this morning and appreciate that He has given us a gift and He knows the nature of that gift and He's simply inviting us to use that gift, participate in that gift because this gift, when we do what He's telling us to do, unites body and soul what else will you be involved in this week what what else could popular culture recommend to you this week that is so powerful that is so much more than your your lungs and your diaphragm and your throat and your tongue and and your lips but it has the ability to engage the most inner part of who you are. Give voice to the innermost longings of your God-given heart. That's the language in Psalm 84 and verse 2. My soul longs. Listen to me this morning. You're going to be surrounded by people this week who will not give one thought to their God-given soul. But let's see this morning, in the words of our Creator, we are more than a body. You have a soul that longs. I don't care where people are this morning, what people are doing. Everyone is worshiping this morning. We were creators, uh, created as, as worshipers. The only question is, what or whom will we worship? We gathered together on the first day of the week to be reminded of the only one who is worthy of our worship. And he gives us this language, not just to give us something to say together or sing together or do with our bodies together, but to unite our God-given bodies and our eternal souls. The day is coming that all that will be left is God and the souls of people. And so he teaches us to say, before we experience that great transformation, my soul longs, yes, faints for the courts of the Lord. My heart and flesh sing for joy to the living God. In fact, sometimes making the decision to sing with my lips when my heart doesn't feel like it, when my, my spirit is downcast and my, my inner being is heavy, sometimes that's exactly what I need to be reminded. My Lord lives. And He continues as my rock and my fortress, my redeemer. Singing helps us finish what was started by uniting us to creation. And so we've got this great anthem that 
at times we seem drawn straight out of Psalm 148. It begins with praise the Lord and then gives us all sorts of created things that are doing that. They are doing what they were created to do. Angels, the sun, the moon, the stars, the sea creatures, fire and hail, snow, mist, wind, mountains, hills, trees, land creatures, birds. And then he turns to human beings and issues this call. Let them praise the Lord. Creation all around you is doing it. Kings, princes, rulers, you are without excuse. In fact, all peoples, young and old, here we are, though it is a little chilly this morning, here we are on the very brink of the chorus of creation singing all around us. And when we do that, when we listen to the call of Psalm 148, verse 13, let them praise the name of the Lord. What are we doing? We're being united with the rest of creation. Go with me in your New Testaments to the book of Ephesians chapter 5 before we're done. Ephesians chapter 5. Singing helps us finish what was started By uniting us to each other. We've talked a lot about that over the course of the last two Sunday mornings, haven't we? That God didn't just put us at a starting line, pat us on the back, say, I'll see you sometime, good luck. He gave us each other. And we've noticed a wide variety of ways that each other helps finish what was started. Here's a powerful one. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 17. Once again, a, a call. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not get drunk with wine. That's, that's debauchery. That's, that's wastefulness. But be filled with the Spirit. And I want you to notice, in, in God's simple prescription for His people, what we're told to do. And you and I, we, we can get it in our own heads or we can listen to someone else who says, well, yeah, I, I see that that's there, but is it really that big of a deal? I mean, that's a long time ago and not everybody particularly enjoys doing this. What if we just, what if we just had other people do the singing for us and then we could listen or better yet we don't have to inconvenience any anybody's throat on uh, you know the the beginning of march lots of allergies and bugs floating around why don't we just get together a, a bunch of pleasing sounding instruments and and we'll all just listen to those sorts of things and listen i i enjoy all sorts of music just as much as as anybody but in god's Simple prescription. The God who was there as singing was 
from the beginning and has shown us in a variety of ways how singing has helped his people throughout the ages. He calls Christians, disciples of Jesus Christ, not just to listen, not just to watch, but to address one another. Well, lots of ways we could do that, right? What's he mean by that? Address one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Because when we do this, it unites body and soul. It unites us to the rest of creation. It unites us to each other. Most significantly of all, it unites us to God. Even as we are addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody to the Lord. With your heart. Not a word about having to sing on key. Not, not, not a word about keeping up with the tempo. Not a word of somehow every once in a while getting lost in the, the, the flow of the music. But a whole lot of weighty, spirit-filled words about Addressing one another. And speaking to God as we do so. Engaging our hearts. Giving thanks always and for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's go to the last book of the Bible before we're done. Can you find in your Bibles with me Revelation chapter 5? Singing helps us finish what was started by giving us echoes from home. The last book of the Bible is full of singing. Could I just highlight a couple of brief references? Revelation chapter 5, verse 9, John says, I, I saw and I heard as in the throne room of heaven they sing a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a kingdom and priest to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Who are they singing to? Who are they singing about? Look at verse 12. With a loud voice they say, worthy is the Lamb. That's why to morning we have sung, this morning we have sung, we will rest in the happy land by and by, just across on the evergreen shore, sing the song of Moses and, and the Lamb. Who is worthy to receive power and wealth and wisdom and might and honor and glory and blessing. 
Flip over to Revelation chapter 15. Look with me at verse 3 where it's, it's made explicitly clear for us. In heaven, John who walked with Jesus and now is an aged apostle says in, in response to this incredible vision, Revelation 15 verse 3, they sing the song of Moses. Exodus 15, the servant of God and the song of the Lamb. The Lamb that was slain for, for our sins, saying, Great and amazing are your deeds, O Lord God the Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the nations. Who will not fear you? O oh Lord, and glorify your name, for you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship you for your righteous acts have been revealed. Last reference, chapter 19, Revelation chapter 19. What happens if... There are people from every tribe and language and nation that are giving God what He so rightly deserves, but I haven't been doing that. I've, I've been singing my own melody. I, I've been dancing to the tunes of culture around me. I've, I've just been going with the flow Further and further and further away from God. This book doesn't end without good news. Revelation 19 verse 6. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude like the roar of many waters and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder crying out, Hallelujah! For the Lord our God, the Almighty reigns let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory for the marriage of the lamb has come and his bride has made herself ready it was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen bright and pure for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints if you were paying attention just a few pages before, we heard about this lamb shedding his blood to wash sinners clean. In the beginning, there was singing. And this morning in heaven, there is singing. And we've gotten just a, a little foretaste of that this morning the the slightest echo from home but in no way shape or form do you need to leave this assembly feeling like you're on the outside looking in no you can be a part of this bride who is granted by God's grace to have clean fine linen because the stains of sin have been washed white as snow in the blood of the lamb and so we're going to stand and sing in just a moment sinners jesus will receive sound this word of grace to all who the heavenly pathway leave all who linger all who fall come 
and he will give you rest. Trust him for his word is plain. He will take the sinfulest. Christ receiveth sinful men. Even me with all my sin. Purged from every spot and stain. Heaven with him I enter in. Sing it o'er and o'er and o'er again. And so we're going to sing that together right here, right now. And if these echoes from home, though you have wandered far away, have kindled something in your heart and we can be of help in bringing you to this Lamb of God who gave His life to wash away your sins. Would you let us know how we can help while we stand and we sing together? Would you come forward?